welcome to everyone this evening. And if you are a guest this evening, we are thrilled to have you in service with us. If you're watching us online, we welcome you. And uh, if you're watching us online, I hope as we've been praying here, you've been praying where you are. Because the same God that's right here is the same God that's with you. Amen. And it is a special treat to have my mother, you call her Mother Wright, but she's my mother, to have her in service with us this evening. Praise God. Amen. I I don't really have a message to preach. I have a word to deliver. And so I I don't expect to go very long. And um, I kind of struggled as I was preparing for tonight, why I didn't have more than this, and now I think I understand. So I tell you what, you can you can remain seated. I'm going to read a couple of verses to you here. But I, I really feel like that this is a word to us as a congregation. A couple of days ago, the Lord quickened this passage to me, and so I just I want to declare it here tonight. Bible says, I believe, therefore have I spoken. As long as it's just up here, you haven't really believed yet. Faith, faith has got to be spoken. And, and, and there are, let me, let me, before, just, I'm going to go to Exodus chapter one, beginning with verse one. But before I read, let me, let me just tell you, God is, God is doing some stuff. And and I know it's easy for us to judge by what we see. But the most important things is not always what we see. In fact, the most important things are often the things we cannot see. Let me just let me just share with you just just one of the examples of what God is doing. Brother William Spriggs shared this with me. I'm just gonna read it. The Glen Burnie P7, if you don't know what P7 is, those are basically Bible clubs that meet in, in schools. The Glen Burnie P7 had their first meeting this past Friday. There was 50 kids in attendance. He says, we had so many students, we had to send people away because the classroom couldn't hold them. A different club in the school had to reschedule their meeting because all of their students wanted to come to Bible study instead. This was their first meeting in person since COVID. He says, also, all the leaders of the club were members last year. All four of them received the Holy Ghost during the school, during the last school year and over the summer. I've said this several times now in different ways. Folks, we have got to stop looking at what's going on in this world. We have got to stop focusing on everything that's happening around us. We got to get our eyes in the right place because if we get our eyes in the right place, we'd know that God is still on His throne. God is still moving. He's still proving just how great He is. 
So, so listen to this. Listen to this. Exodus 1 verse 1. Now these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Every man and his household came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. And all the sons that came out of the loins of Jacob were seventy souls, for Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died and all his brethren in all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty and the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. You hear that? The Egyptians who were the masters said, The children of Israel are mightier than us. Come on, let us deal wisely with them lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more... But the more they afflicted them, the more they ran off to their houses, crawled up in the corner, and cried. No. The more they afflicted them, the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they, Egypt, was grieved because of the children of Israel. I believe it is time for us to multiply. God has got the church in a prime position because Egypt is trying to afflict. But if we will follow the example that has gone before us, the more they afflict us, there's something that should rise up inside of us that says it's time for us to multiply. That word afflict means to be busied with. Boy, have we been busied with this last year. Man, have we been busied with this last year. It means to afflict, to oppress, to be afflicted, to be bowed down. Anybody ever felt this last year you've been bowed down? pressures and the weight, the uncertainty of what's going on in the world around us, one thing after the other seeming to be falling apart around us, it means to be put down, to become low. That's what they did to the children of Israel. But the more they did that, the more adversity they brought against them, 
The more they tried to suppress them, the more they expanded, the more they multiplied. Verse number 15 says this, And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shipra, and the name of the other Pua. What a sad name to have. And he said, When you do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not ask the king of Egypt and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, We have, what, why have you done this thing and have saved the men children alive? The midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively. I wonder if the spiritual Hebrew women are not like the... For they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. Every tactic Pharaoh used, every command Pharaoh gave to suppress the children of Israel, which represent the church today, it did not work. It did not work. It's time for us folks to get out of a survival mode. It's time to get out of a survival mode. Oh, where is the spirit of a of a of a uh, uh, Caleb that says, "Give me my mountain." I'm not content to just sit and hang on and endure until Jesus comes. There, there's some mountains to be conquered. There, there's some victories to be won. Hi, Sister Sister Bonnie Glennon, I hope you'll still love me anyway. Most of you saw a couple of weeks ago now we put out a request for some ladies to help with a Bible study and what a what an awesome response we got. I felt led to ask Sister Bonnie Glandon to to help kind of oversee and coordinate that and she's been through years of a very great trial going through disease that has battled her husband and then the loss of her husband she told me this morning if I remember the way she said it was I've found a new flow Can I tell somebody here that's been going through some stuff for a while? Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. There is a day coming where everything you've sown, according to the promises of the Word of God, you must reap. And if you think you're going to do that reaping, when everything lines up and everything is in order, when all the ducks are in a row, that's not 
not when it's going to happen. Some of you are absolutely primed right now for God to do some amazing things in your life because the enemy is afflicting. But what the enemy means for evil, God... Somebody needs to claim that tonight. What the enemy has meant in your life for evil. What the enemy has come up with to destroy you. God has allowed the enemy to use it. But it's not going to be to destroy you. It's going to be for your good. Some of some of y'all won't he, weren't here this morning. I, I'm, I'm almost done. I promise you I'm almost done. I feel a spirit of doubt and unbelief. I, I got it. Some of y'all weren't here this morning. You got. You got to hear that. You got to hear this. What a perfect example of what the Holy Ghost is saying right now. Brother Glenn Mosley, wonderful man of God, been a part of this church for decades. Been battling COVID the last uh, week or so, ended up in the hospital at times, really struggling. I got a text from him Friday. It said, Pastor Ryder, just, just to let you know, I'm doing well. And so I responded with two words, and that was simply, praise God. And then he responded. Y'all ready? Y'all, 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 some of y'all need to hear this. He said, I thank God for COVID. I now know Jesus is I am. I said, what the enemy meant for evil. What the enemy meant for evil. Bible says if he knew what he was doing when he had Jesus crucified if he had known what was really going to happen he'd have never done it can I tell somebody tonight there's some things the enemy has been allowed to do in your life and he's meant it for evil to destroy you but all of it's been a part of God's plan I, I declare tonight It is time for us to multiply. No more surviving, no more enduring, no more just hanging on. God intentionally put that in Scripture to be an example for you and I today. What some of you are griping and complaining about that's going on in your life right now is the very thing God is using to set you up. Uh, Somebody needs to hear me. It's the very thing that God is using to set you up for what He has planned for your life. Hear me. I I mentioned this, I think, Thursday night, but I'm going to say it again. You know, we know, I know. It's not the, the, the focus of everything we do is not this building. It's not Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, or Thursday night. But that's a part of what we do. And in the last several weeks, 
couple of weeks ago on a Sunday morning, no special service, no special effort, we had 13 first-time guests. A couple of weeks, I think it was after that, we had eight first-time guests. Last Sunday morning, y'all had nine first-time guests. About to start having more guests than we have saints. I think it was Elijah. I think it was Elijah. Yeah, it was Elijah. There had been a drought. He says to his servant, Go look on the horizon and tell me what you see. If I'm not mistaken, he went seven times, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, six times he didn't see anything. But on the seventh time, he comes back with this awesome report. I mean, this awesome report. He came back and said, I see the biggest thunderheads on the horizon I've ever seen. He came back. He said, I see a cloud. A cloud. Just one single cloud. And that one cloud is just the size of a man's hand. And the man of God said, get the chariot ready. We got to go. You see a cloud, but I hear a sound. You see a cloud, but I hear a sound. I got a question. Is there anybody in this place tonight that can say, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain? I'm done. If you believe it, receive it. If you believe it, take a hold of it. Somebody needs to hear a sound in your life tonight. Somebody needs to hear a sound in your life tonight. There is an abundance of rain that is on the way in the midst of your adversity, in the midst of your affliction. God's got it all under control. Come on, somebody just pray in the spirit for a few moments. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, but the Holy Ghost isn't. Come on, somebody just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit for a few moments right now. No English. If you've got the Holy Ghost, just pray in the spirit for a few moments. Robo <laughs> 
Come on, some of you have been through the battle of your life the last several months, the last year. Some of you have been through the struggle of your walk with God. That's not a coincidence. That's not an accident. The enemy has gotten a little insight that God's got some stuff planned for you. And God's given him the opportunity to take one more shot to try to stop it. But you're still standing because the more he's afflicted, the stronger you've gotten the more you've grown In the name of Jesus, 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 Hayala Boko Sata Rabahaya, Ikarala Mando Roboko Seyeki Aratabaha. Hallelujah. 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 Ayala Rabako Sata Rabashata Haya. Ika Rabandolobo Seyeki Aratama. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me just one more testimony and I'm done. Two weeks ago. Had to move the mission fundraiser out back and basketball tournament, volleyball tournament, good food, good fellowship. Brother Tony Lewis brought some folks with him. He's a pastor of a church in the area. Brother Lewis and his family have been attending their church every Wednesday night. No, we're not about to lose the Lewis family, don't worry. That Monday night, Brother Lewis brought the pastor, his wife, some family, I think it was. They played with us. Got to meet them. Thursday morning, I was, I think it was actually while I was getting a haircut, Brother Lewis called me and I couldn't answer the phone. 
left a voicemail asked me to call him. So I decided Thursday morning before I went back home and got cleaned up from my haircut, I would go by the Y in Arnold and get a get a little workout in. I was walking past one of the machines there and I noticed Pastor Chris sitting on the machine. We kind of made eye contact, but you know when you have that moment, you, two people recognize each other, eyes kind of light up a little bit. His eyes didn't really light up. So I, I took a few steps and I, uh, you know, trying to be cool, I pop my AirPods out of my ears, you know. Gotta have AirPods to be cool at the gym. And I walked back over and he kind of looked at me and I said, I'm, I'm David Wright, Tony's path. Oh, yes. I thought I recognized you, but just couldn't place where I knew you from. And so we, you know, we, he's a couple years older than me and we talked about why are we as 50-year-olds at the gym working out? What's the purpose? What's the point? All that stuff. And I said to him, I said, hey, we ought to do lunch sometime. I said, I'd like that. Can I get your number? I said, sure. So I, I gave him my number. And um, went about my business. I called Brother Lewis that afternoon. He said, hey, Pastor, I was calling you because I was talking to, I think he called him Pastor Chris. I was talking to Pastor Chris a couple of days ago, and he told me he'd love to do lunch with you sometime. I said, oh, really? Well, let me tell you what happened this morning. Folks, God is working. God is moving. I see a cloud. The cloud is not the size of all that God's going to do. The cloud is just an indicator that what God is going to do is on the way. If you believe that, one more time, would you just lift your hands and express your faith to the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. Not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. I think that auction's taking place here in the sanctuary. So if you're interested in that, in just a few minutes, they'll get that underway. In the meantime, why don't you greet one another? To see somebody you don't know, introduce yourself. In Jesus' name.